When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Euler and Moats are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Well, hello there. Hello, hello, hello. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler. This is Steelers Nation Radio, and this is the Steelers Blitz. In between the two of us, one a decade, NFL experience, the other with an immaculate head of hair, but either way, we both like to be turned up to the max. So... With that being said, we also like to have an interactive show with a lot of participation from the power grid, the megawatts. And Yins the people. best way to interact with us is on the Twitter.com at TheBody52. TheBody. And at Wesley Euler. The good hair. And I'm not even going to ask or start the conversation with, hey, how are you doing today? Because when you ask it back, it's going to upset me because personally, I do not feel like talking. I really don't feel like being here. (laughs) I really am in the process of still processing everything from Monday night. But how life works, we must proceed. We must take it one step at a time. So we are here. But uh, I'll just turn it over and ask you, man, how have you been handling everything from Monday night? Because we know, obviously, from the NFL perspective, it's still, you know, a little cloud weighing over everything right now. It's bizarre, isn't it? Um, it's just bizarre. Like, I think especially here in Pittsburgh, too, when you have the, the local angle, obviously, with DeMar Hamlin being a local kid who played college football here as well, too, Central Catholic, Pittsburgh, and then drafted by the Buffalo Bills. Um, when you've got the local angle here, right at the time where it finally seemed like everyone, I don't want to say was getting over because that's the wrong way to, to, but as everyone had started to kind of come to the end of the grieving process with Franco, maybe that's mm-hmm. the, the yes. best way to say it. Cause I don't want to say get over it because right. that just makes it seem callous. And like all of a sudden one day everybody wakes up and it's fine that, that Franco's no longer here, but you, you understand just a little bit more at peace with a, it. a little more yeah. at peace. Yes. A little more in the, you know, the acceptance phase of mm-hmm. the, of the uh, different stages of grief. Just when you're getting through that, um, man, I mean, you have a you have a wrecking ball that just that just 
comes and demolishes your emotions on Monday night. Um, Motsi, we've seen guys injured in football games. You were on the field, that same field with Ryan Shazier when that incident transpired. But this one just felt different because it was different because they had to enact life-saving procedures for DeMar on the field. I mean, it was a 30, 40, 50-minute process. You know, we've seen the stretchers come out before. We've seen these types of things. It doesn't make it any easier, but you've at least seen uh, same church, different pew. But but what we saw Monday night with DeMar was different. While it was similar to some of the instances in the past, it was different. Um and there is just this huge cloud hanging over, I'm sure a lot of people um out there, wherever you get your news, whether it's Twitter, whether it's mm-hmm. Facebook, whether it's just a, a different news website or organization online or something, whether you're someone who watches TV, right? You watch the the different news channels on TV or you go to ESPN or Fox Sports or whatever for for your for your sports shows and your sports news. I think everyone's kind of been in this holding pattern since late Monday night of just, okay, when are we going to get some news about tomorrow? When are we going to get some news about tomorrow? You're refreshing the Twitter feed. You're looking on ESPN.com. You're, you're looking wherever. Every time I get a push notification on my phone from Apple News, trying to see what I'm like, is. is this going to yep. be about tomorrow? And you're right. That just, it's, it's a cloud that's hanging over the entire National Football League. Mike Tomlin talks about it yesterday at his press conference. There were uh, teams that canceled practice because of this across the NFL. Um, and it is, it's, man, it's so weird to compartmentalize these things as to when you are acknowledging and talking about and being affected by, uh, you know, a tragedy and knowing that, that, you know, the world doesn't stop turning, the clock doesn't stop beating, that you have to, in a way, continue and persevere and move. Like, it's tough to compartmentalize. It really is. And especially, I mean, I got to imagine only for you, you know, not only are you in a similar boat to DeMar where you have ties to Pittsburgh and to Buffalo, um, a little different, right? I mean, you played there professionally and here professionally. He grew up a little different, but but again, ties to, to oh, both areas. Um, not that DeMar has direct ties to the Pittsburgh Steelers, but again, he's a guy who grew up here and played high school football, Central Catholic, played at and Pitt right next to the connection Steelers to Coach Tomlin. with Mike Tomlin, who's known him for the longest time, 12 years old. Mike Tomlin said at his press conference yesterday because they're, you know, their sons are relatively the same age and just growing up in Pittsburgh and high school football and, and seeing him next door at Pitt for all those years. It's just, man, I... And again, too, for you specifically, for that to happen in the same field as Shazier, for that to happen when you were up in Buffalo doing an event centered around that game. Uh, yeah, it's just, man, it's heavy. Like, that's the word I keep coming back to. This is all just so heavy. There's no easy way to navigate it. There's no easy decisions to make. One thing, because I I, I want to hear your thoughts oh, yeah. on this, yeah, as no I doubt, know no our doubt. audience does, no too. Doubt. One thing, though, is like, We've got to stop looking for people to blame in this. Mm-hmm. That's one thing over the last, you know, what, 36 hours or so that is driving me crazy. Tragedies can just be tragedies. Mm-hmm. You don't always have to have a villain. You don't always have to point the finger at somebody. Some people have tried to do that with Tyler Boyd. Some people have tried to do that with the NFL, with the game of football, whatever it may be, with vaccines. Well, this all happened because the NFL forced players to get vaccinated. There doesn't always have to be a villain. You don't always have to point the finger at somebody else when something bad happens. Sometimes tragedies are just tragedies. And that has been 
ticking me off over the last day or two as well, too, because that doesn't help DeMar or his family or those that are really affected by this situation either. I mean, you said it perfectly, man, and that is a similar sentiment to what a lot of us do feel. Um, people that, you know, were out there for Ryan's situation, yeah, it's very triggering, man. It's the PTSD effect. When you talk about that hospital, PTSD effect. You talk UC about Health. ICU, PC. Yeah, absolutely, man. So it's very much real. And I do agree, man. And that is a part of also the grieving process, man. People do try to place blame because they want to find understanding or just to find better reason for why certain things happen. But like you said, man, sometimes things just happen. I mean, I've looked at that play a couple of times and I've made that same exact tackle plenty of times. You know what I mean? Like football life. And that's just the reality of it. But the other part is this. um, I don't think that this has ever been lost from football players. This has been lost from fans and media though the sincerity and the severity of this game that we play. You've heard me come up here and we'll have conversations about contracts. And we talk about money and why I never talk about a dude taking a hometown discount, taking less to appease fans or appease a team. When you hear me talk about certain things in the sense of like, man, this is a business, but you got to make sure you take care of you first because of this. One play can literally change your life. Yep. And when you talk about just in general, the severity of it, we've normalized injuries. Concussions are normalized. People laugh at that. Remember, Tua was a joke for a while. When's he coming back? Is he, oh, man, it's just had things, you know? Man, we, we normalize ACL Call injuries. Sissy a lot of times, honestly, like, with we, concussions. We, we normalize ACL injuries. We normalize if a guy is hurt. If you see a guy in tears, you're like, you're soft. If a guy is timid to hit a player violently, oh, he's soft. But... As players, we're always like, man, and how many times have you heard me say this to you directly, not in a negative way to you, right, but right, just right. in the sense of like, man, Making I don't point. respect anybody that calls a player soft if you've never been out there. Yep. Because every single time you're out there, Car you're crash. risking your life. Yep. That's the reality of it. I mean, we've talked about that, and that's always been in our minds as players. We're just wired differently in the sense of cost-benefit analysis. <laughs> I'm willing to risk my life for X amount of dollars. I'm willing to risk my life every time I go out here for X amount of dollars until you get to that point where you no longer have that. For me, I was blessed to be able to live to that part of my career mm-hmm. where I was like, you know what? I've made enough. It's not worth it anymore. Still in pretty good health. You know, but not everybody yep. gets that. You mm-hmm. talk about Shazer. What year was that for him? It was year four. four. It was four. Didn't even get off the rookie Think contract. That was year four. What year is this right now for DeMar? Three two. or two? Two. two. Yeah. It's no guarantee that you're going to ever get to that extent. So when we talk about what these guys are signing up for when they're going out there, man, it's like this is the reality of it. And that's why it's always really like offensive at times, too, when you have the social media crowd that always has an opinion on things. And it's like, bro, you guys don't really understand what is at stake every single time we go out there. Until something like this happens. Until something like this happens. And now... And then you acknowledge it for a couple weeks, and then we move back to business as usual. And we say a couple of weeks, but let's be real. We're doing a show today because what? People are still expecting football this weekend. So it's not just a couple of weeks. Like I said, for me, what did I tell you when I first came here? Man, I was like, yo, don't ask me how I feel. I told (laughs) him before I came here, I don't even want to go. I don't want to do a show at all until I know he's good. Like... I want to go lay home, cover over my head. Like, Just that's the vibe. Just refresh the you Twitter know? feed yeah. until you get some news. Yeah. Like, that's the vibe. But because of the NFL, because of the money, because of just how big this sport is in our country, 
we don't necessarily get that luxury. And the thing that when I was always going back and forth between like my personal experience with Shay sure, sure. and this, I was like, man, the one thing that I always thought was the gift and the curse for us was at least in that moment we got to finish the game. And then even when we would go see him every day in the ICU, right. we would have practice. So in a sense, it was something at least it was to, something to take your mind. Because sure. as players, what are we geared for? The job. We're geared for you're geared football. For, you've talked about this before, the next thing. The next thing. Yep. Digs crying, next play is like, yo, I'm trying to get back mentally where I got to go. We all have done that. I'm looking at Tyler Maddox. Maddox you don't think Tyler Maddox Cavage has experienced? I'm looking at it's his face, and I'm like, bro. same field. I look at his face, I'm like, yo, I know what exactly. Because that's the feeling we was all trying to go through. Where you're trying to, all right, reset, reset, compartmentalize. We'll think about him later. Think about we'll this deal later. with him later. Yep. We'll get to that later. But because there hasn't been any football, and realistically, there's been a standstill NFL-wise. You go to NFL.com. Tell me what new news you're seeing. It's a standstill. So even with that, now those players are having to just kind of sit there and really take in the magnitude. And that's part of what makes players why we are the way we are because sure. we turn off the emotions. Sure. The emotions become a background thing because You've of the job. talked about that before as well, too. Yeah. And like I said, it's great for football, terrible for life. So for us, we would always talk about how in that moment it was great because, hey, man, we're looking at Shea. We're talking to Shea. We're supposed to be talking about real life stuff, and it's football. And who's leading the convo? Shea. Because that's how we're wired. But then you look at us afterwards, and now we're over here like, bro, yeah, we all jacked up still, man. Yeah, 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 <laughs> man. We we got mad trauma off of that. We still probably will never be recovered because in that moment, we didn't know how to process it. We just went. You almost kind of just ignore yeah. it in a way. Right, yeah. right. And that's like, I was talking about pointing fingers and, 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 and blaming people like, there's been some people that have, uh, how could Joe Burrow be throwing a football on the sidelines? It's like, bro. You Joe don't... Burrow's expecting to go back in there. Because, let's be real, what happens when they, if they do start that game and he throws a pick? Does anybody care? Ryan Shazier got hurt in that game with nine minutes in the first quarter, bro. You think anybody would have cared? Similar, if, similar, <laughs> to, similar to Monday night. It was night, five minutes left in the first quarter. Do you think if they would have played that game, people would have cared if they would have went out there and, man, he threw three picks. Hey, phew. Well, you know, he was probably dealing with his brother. It don't matter. He threw three picks. That would be the narrative. So, yes, that is how we are wired, unfortunately. And like I said, man, it's it's what makes us us. Sure, sure. But at the same time, with this, our strength at times can also be our weakness. And it's just one of those things where, you know, we're all just trying to see where this thing goes. Because, yes, we are anticipating football being played Sunday. But what is the quality of the football? When those Cincinnati Bengals go back out there, what is the quality of that team going to look like? Their mental state. Talk about the Buffalo Bills. Pittsburgh Steelers. You talk about, was it? I think with the Eagles, they couldn't even finish their practice. Mm-hmm. So you talk about all these different people with different connections. And at this level, we're all intertwined, whether it's the alumni factor, whether it's the competitor factor, whether it's we got same agents played against each other collegially. We're all intertwined because it's such a small group of us that make it th- to this level that we all you got, are going to have some type of connection. You got some type of connection to somebody Absolutely. somewhere, yeah. Always. Similar so coach, similar trainers. So when you think about trainers. that many people being impacted by this, it's also like, man, at what point do we say the human person is more important than the job right now? And that's the dilemma that the NFL is going through, that these teams are going through, that the players are going through. Even me going through it. It's kind of like, yo, when do you say, hey, we've, Tried to grieve, we're grieving, we're processing, but now we get back to just our mode, which is 
press forward, work, 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 work. The next practice, you the next I mean? play, the next game. Because like the that's kind of like the the the. The, the, the purgatory that we're all in right now because right. it's like we are so respected and so sensitive to this situation because of the severity of it. But now we have this like limbo that everybody's trying to process through and nobody really knows how to move forward with this because nobody has ever had to endure this. We've seen guys get paralyzed. We'll bring up Ryan Shazier, but I'll take it back to Buffalo Bills as well. You heard of Kevin Everett, paralyzed neck down. Not as popular. Happened on special teams, so it was never really talked about like that. But anybody in the Buffalo community very much knows who they he remember. is. Yep. Absolutely. So you go from that situation, talk about the Shazier situation, the severity of that, and now we're looking at Demar, and where it's at now, and it's just like, man, we still don't really understand no. it until it's like bam in our face again, yeah. which is the craziest part, yeah. man. But. You know, that's just where we're at with it, man. So we're praying for him, and we hope that, you know, things continue to progress in the right direction for him. But, you know, it's just a crazy situation that he's dealing with right now, man. It is. It's a crazy situation everybody's dealing with. I mean, that's all yeah. so well said by you. And I, I also meant to say this, too. I didn't mean to cut you no, off. But I was speaking on myself, right, from my individual uh, experiences. But I know this is bigger than just that because when you're just talking about trauma, when you're talking about seeing a person fall out, Man, I got people that have seen that happen as well at a sporting event. Guy just dropped dead. That's trauma. Yes. You talk about the people in that stadium, the people that's watching that game, the people that are thinking of those moments. You talk about this also waiting game moment, right? Man, I'm sure some people out there that have also had to deal with this part where you got a person that's injured or have something going on and they're in surgery and you're waiting and you're waiting and you're hoping for good news, but you don't know what that news is going to be. Yeah. And then it turns out to not be what you expect. I'm sure that's triggering as well. I can speak on that too. It's like all of these different emotions and thoughts and feelings come back up because of this type of stuff right here. But that is also a reminder of why life is so precious and why it's so beautiful. Because when tragedy happens, you just never know when it's going to happen or how severe it can be, man. Yeah, man, no doubt about that. And it's that's the human experience, right? Um it's beautiful, it's tragic, it's everything in between. Uh, there's moments that, that bring us together for, or there's there's happy moments that bring us together, um, and then there's, there's sad moments that bring us together. And you're right. I mean, that's a great point by you in terms of the trauma for, you know, for not just the people out there on the field, because that's something that, like, cardiac arrest is a, is a real thing in real life for a lot of different people. Right, it's not just exclusive to the NFL, it's not just exclusive to athletes, yeah. And it's one of those, you know, when you're kind of trying to, okay, what do we do next? You know, maybe one of those things is more, I hope this, it seems like every time something like this happens, like I don't know if you remember, um, not quite the same, but there was a player for Denmark at the soccer European Championships last summer, who mm-hmm. had who cardiac arrested on the field yep. in the middle of the game, and they had to do this. I mean, they had life saving procedures with him, right? That like his heart stopped on the field. Um, they had to postpone that game and, and all the different stuff. I forget who Denmark was playing, but it was Denmark versus somebody in the European Championships. And a big thing that came out of that was all across Europe, that there were free CPR classes that were packed to the brim. Because all these people, th- you know what I mean. If something like know, that, yeah. if something like that happens to one of my loved ones, and they're laying on the ground in front of me, and I've got literally minutes to potentially save their life, mm-hmm. what if I don't know what I'm gonna do? Um, that same thing, similar thing happened to me, Motes. You know, you you mentioned this. 
I was in some 101 class my freshman year. I think it was psychology 101. Mm-hmm. Class ends. I'm walking out of the building, and right in front of me, a girl falls down. See? Just yeah. completely collapses because she's cardiac arresting, and there's two dozen of us, you know, 18, mm-hmm. 19-year-olds standing around, and nobody has any clue what to do. Yeah. Like, no one has any clue what to do. Thankfully, somebody grabbed their phone right away, called 911. You know, we're yeah. on a college campus, yeah, so, yeah. so people were there pretty quick. Um, but you're right. It's one of those, like, it reminds you, you said it perfectly, how fragile life is. We all know that. It's something that we say from time to time. Mm-hmm. But when you see it play out like that in such a setting with literally millions of eyeballs glued to the situation, hoping for the best, waiting for any type of update, going through all those emotions. Yeah, it's it's a moment that, that supersedes football. Um, and it's, it is. It's tough to be in this holding pattern right now where you're just waiting. You're trying to compartmentalize some things. You're trying to do what you need to do in the essence of your day-to-day life. Um, whether that be personal things with family, whether it be work, like you know, try to like stay busy, baby. Mozi, Mozi not, yeah. you know, Mozi just uh, wanting to, to to be at home and and hey, I'm I'm there with you. It feels weird uh, talking about Steelers and Browns this weekend when when we got this kind of stuff going on. Um, that is another part of the human experience, right? Mm-hmm. Is 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 having to to persevere and 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 go through things and have conversations when it's the last thing that you want to do. Um, but man, it, it all gets back to me to just the, you know, the, the, the good thing right now is that sense of community. And you hear that a lot, right? Oh, no, absolutely. And you could probably speak on this. You certainly can speak on this much better than I can. It's, it's one of the slogans of the league that football is family. There's mm-hmm. commercials, There's a baby. Come commercials, on. football is family, all this in the past. Um, sometimes I think stuff like that can kind of just be lip service. Uh, but at times like this, it, it gets driven home that it is true because, as you mentioned, it's like the six degrees of separation thing, right? Just about everybody in that league has some connection to DeMar right. Hamlin or his agent or one of his trainers or coaches or, or teammates. Te- I am about to say, it's yeah. going to be somebody yep. that knows somebody. It's like when you say, right, like cancer affects us yeah. all, right? Like we all know somebody, whether it's us mm-hmm. personally, family member, friends, somebody who's been affected by cancer, lost their life to cancer, whatever it may be. It's a similar kind of conversation when it comes to DeMar Hamlin here, and that is the the beauty of the football family to me. Um, in times like this, is you know from from Buffalo and Cincinnati to Pittsburgh, down to Florida, over to California, to Texas, to Philly, to Minnesota, Green Bay. I mean, they're they're all very concerned about this and in similar boats that we are. And that is. You know, the positive, too, at the same time, in the sense that we all get to bond together, you know? What they call it? Trauma bonding. I think that's the name that they like to use at times, man. That sounds about right. But, you know, this is one of them things, man. We're all going to process through it differently. Some people move through it faster than others, and it's not always linear. Sometimes you might feel great, then it might shift on you. You know? That's just it, though, man. Sometimes you might be Skip Bayless, and you might just be out there wondering when they're going to finish this game. Yeah, but at the same time, Jeez Louise. but at the same time, I don't share that same sentiment of the outrage about Skip. I personally felt like people, once again, were looking in that moment. Well, yeah, just looking for a villain. Looking and, for a villain. And if you look at this series of tweets, to me, I didn't get that outrage off of it. Yeah. But I get that I, people, because people were looking for a reason, man. Sure, sure. And, I don't think the tweets are that bad. Yeah. I also just think they're not necessary. Not necessary you know is, is fine. Does that make sense? Yeah, not necessary sense? is definitely, I could yeah. definitely get with that. I'm talking about the outrage that 
people went on to make it as if he was just this insensitive, did not care, not acknowledging it. It's like, no, that's not the case. But in that moment, people are hurt. And, and, they're, and they're looking for somebody yeah, to take that, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Because as a person who's been in these moments, unfortunately, too many times, I've seen people react. And people look for anything. So that's why when I saw people react like that to Skip, I'm like, bro, it's, that's not even like that. But because people are hurting and they want to put that pain on something. It's an avenue. It's just like, yo, the littlest thing that's going to go. And it's like, bro, is that helping anything? Is that going to make DeMar wake up right now and be good? No. You don't think Skip feel bad? Come on, man. And like I said, I can even understand why he would feel the way that he felt because to see what he put out there and for it to get taken the way that it did, it's just like, yo. But that, He also, to be fair, it's like he doesn't have a long leash with the public. But you know what is, I mean? <laughs> but I was going to also say this. Everybody has their niche. And that's one of the pros and cons of his niche, very similar to some of the local guys that do the same <laughs> thing. When you feel like you have to constantly have an opinion and it has to be contrary, everything has to be and it has to be yeah. hot, you play a dangerous game at times. And I just thought that people looked at that because of what you said, the history of how he tweets and what he does, and they just looked at that and ran with it. But to me, as a person, like I said, who's been in these moments before, it's like, you know, I understand what he's saying, and I understand how he acknowledged both things, but it's just hard for people sure. to give him the benefit of the doubt because of everything that was taking place and the history of it. But like I said, messenger, that's... Messenger, not the message. Correct. Right? Yeah. yeah. If if anybody else says that, if Adam Schefter says that, nobody's tripping. But because it's Skip, and yep. we know how he's... Like I said, that's his thing. He's a hot take guy. He sees a little fire, yeah. and he pours gasoline but on it. But that's how he's made his career. There's nothing wrong with it. Everybody has their niche. He's not the first. Skip Bayless, Jim Rome, Mad Dog. You know, we can go down the list of guys that take that approach. Mad Dog was, you know the, I mean? was the OG, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like this is a new thing. It's people in this building that take similar approaches. What are we talking about here, man? We know this, but that's just, you just got to understand that people are going to react certain ways to that type of stuff. When you play that game, when you're towing that type of line, you're playing with fire. Especially when it's two sentences right. on Twitter with no yeah, nuance it's no or no nuance. Yeah, context And there's a lot of emotion. That's the thing. So it's like, you ain't justifying nothing. And I don't look at it and feel bad for him. But at the same time, I understand it's like, you're playing a dangerous game when you operate like that. That's tough. I mean, Uncle Shay Shay might just reach across the table and smack you in the mouth. When you play that game, you got to be right every time. Because when you're wrong, <laughs> this is what happens. Ain't that the truth? This is what happens. If you read the room wrong, if your tweet is not clear enough, this is how it gets. So, yeah, that's why I don't play that game. You know me. <laughs> you don't play it either. Yeah. People, you, no, no, no. We, we, we understand when you want to tap in and when it's not necessary. Correct. Absolutely. That wasn't a moment where you felt like that was necessary. Not, not at all, not, man. Not, not at all. Not, not one at bit. all, man. <laughs> but like you said, for, for, for the people that operate like that, hey, more power to you guys. Because, yeah, that's a dangerous game, yeah, man. Somebody's got to do that it. That is a dangerous game. But um, we are going to get ready to go to break right here, man. When we come back, we will get a chance to talk to another one of our NFL brothers, an alumni of this game, my locker mate, Terrence Garvin. So, yeah. Man, uh, don't touch that Dallas. Arthur Motz and Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. 
From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.